Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. All right, so enough with the formalities. Mike, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for yeah. having me. Thank you for being here. Where are you based out of now? I'm sorry? Where are you based out of now? Where do you live now? Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. And you were formerly from the New York area, right? Uh, correct. I, um, still sense, I still sense a little bit of that Long Island accent. Yeah, from Long Island, Albany. Long Island and Albany. Okay, great. And so tell me really quick, let's just kind of jump into this. What was it about the logistics, transportation, freight brokerage industry that got you so interested? Why did you decide to become a freight broker? Because that wasn't your background. I mean, you didn't have this career in, in freight brokerage and logistics and transportation. How did you make that transition from your, your career and you could tell us a little bit about that into freight brokerage and why. Well, um, once I retired from my previous uh, career, I started out as a uh, dispatcher. And I was working for a company, um, you know, dispatching trucks. And I liked it and talking to people and talking to the carriers and brokers. So somebody said, you know, why don't you, you know, start out as an agent? And so I did. I worked for a mega company, I won't say who, but worked for them for about six months. And I'm like sitting there, I'm busting my butt for them and making them money and making myself a little bit of money. I was like, well, you know, this is a really rocket science. What you gotta do is like, just be a nice person, talk to talk to people nicely um, and get over your fear of being on the phone. I still have the fear of the phone. I, I, I hate the phone because uh, I'm so much of an introvert that like the phone is hard for me. So I took Dennis's course and then he had that one course. Um, it was called No Cold Calling. And I took that course and I studied that course left and right because for somebody who's an introvert, it's an awesome course. Learning how to use LinkedIn as your major tool. Um, finding all the other tools to help make LinkedIn and make your success as a no-code caller. And yeah, that's amazing. So so you started out as a dispatcher, you decided to become an agent, and then you said, you know, I want to break out on my own. You took my Freight Broker Bootcamp startup course. Yep. Uh, you got the fundamentals that were, you kind of filled in the gap there. And then you realized that the sales was kind of your weakness, right? Because you're introverted, you didn't like the phone. I have, just so everybody knows, I have a, another course, a little bit more advanced course than just for startups, and that is my no cold calling for freight broker system. It's my LinkedIn and social selling system that I use to generate over $20 million in annual recurring revenue from my brokerage. Now, I have a course, and he took that course, and he leveraged that course because, he, you know, he's not, he's not a guy who loves to make a high volume of calls. He doesn't have a comfort level with talking to people, straight cold calling. And so he used that system. And tell us what happened after that system. How did that work out for you? What was the results of, of all that training from boot camp all the way through uh, no cold calling? You know, like any system, I mean, it took some time to build up, you know, contacts that were starting to trust me. Um, in LinkedIn, you know, you make the quick connect with them. And then I used the side tools like Lucia, Rocket Reach, Hunter. I mean, ways of getting emails. And then I just, I'm a better writer than I am a speaker. So, you know, I wrote nice emails to these 
all these connections. And of course, you know, you get your, your rejects and people that tell you to, you know, go F off somewhere and leave me alone, just like you do on the phone. But you got to keep plugging away. And I mean, in three months, I must have sent out almost 4,000 emails because I use a mass mailing system too to be able to get out like between 1,500 and 2,000 emails a day if I wanted to. But I usually just send out between 100 and 150 a day. And three months, you had how much in sales? In three months? Yep. Zero. Zero in his first three months. Yep. But guess what? He kept going. Yeah. All right. Keep going because I want you to tell the story. Because, But it's amazing to me because this is where a lot of people quit. But Mike didn't quit. And then guess what happened? So, yeah, like Dan said, I didn't quit. You know, it's like, of course, I could see, the, you know, you see the bigger picture. You see everybody, I mean, making this mega money. So I was like, why quit? So I just kept plugging away and... Lo and behold, I got a um, email back from a client wanted me to price out some planes, and I did, and she loved it, and she gave it to me. And by the end of my fourth month, after running eight eight runs for her, I was like fifteen thousand dollars in revenue. wasn't much in my pocket at the time, but still, you know, I made fifteen grand in a month, and it just kept building and building, and. Like they say, once once um, the shit starts rolling, it just keeps rolling. And what happened was, you know, more and more people started answering emails, started pricing out. And by the end of um, my fifth month, I was up to five customers, two where I was running between eight and 10 loads a week for. A couple of the other ones were a load here, a load there. Um, some were just one load. But by um, end of six months, I was up to over 230000 in gross revenue. And I had in my pocket almost um, a little over sixty-five grand. So within and his first three, his first three months, he had zero. Remember that. Pay attention. Lean in, people. Listen to me. First three months, he had zero, but he didn't quit. He did all the work. He did all the hard work. He got the rejection. He got over the fear, but he kept plugging. He kept plugging. And then in his fourth month, he got his first customer. And then after that first customer in that first load, he got more loads. And then he got more customers and more loads and more customers. By the time he ended his, his sixth month in business, he had done over $65,000 in profit, okay, for that period. But now... What are you doing now? Because I think it's even better now. Your numbers are even higher. What did you do in like July? Tell me a little bit about what your sales and profit were just for July. Just for July, I brought in um, thirty-five grand. He made thirty-five thousand in profit. Yeah. Not not in gross profit. Profit. Because you got to understand, Mike is a broker. He's not an agent right now. He's a broker. So he made $35,000 in profit margin. How much are your total expenses on a monthly basis to run your business if you had to guesstimate? What, what your monthly expenses are total to run the business? Total? Probably about five grand. About $5,000 total to yeah. run the business. And that yeah. includes what? Insurance, load boards. I mean, that, that's pretty high in itself. You have dispatchers? You have people that work for you? Um, currently, I just brought on four people, um, all agents. 
So, you know, I've been training them, getting them up and running. Um, one of the guys uh, has a background in Wall Street. So, I mean, he's got the sales experience down pat. It's just got to teach him the rest of the business. Is that uh, a lot of your overhead or is that where, where's your overhead come from? Because that 5000 even seems pretty high. I mean, I know you have some, you know, you've got your bond costs, you've got some insurance, you've got some basic stuff, but that even seems high to me. Um, yeah, I mean, between my insurance, um, load board, my TMS is not exactly cheap. Um, I basically had a team build, build my TMS for me. Ah, well, there you go. Okay. So that, that's a big part of it. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. Okay, good. But either way you look at it, even with $5,000 in expense, you're still making net about 30,000 in profit before taxes. So that's amazing. Kudos to you. Congrats. What I'm most impressed about Mike is this. The fact that a couple of things. Number one, you're a pretty introverted guy. I think everybody here can see you're kind of a quiet spoken, you know, you're not one of those guys who's going to stand up in the middle of the party and tell jokes and, and, you know, be the life of the party, but you obviously can carry on a conversation. You obviously understand the fundamentals of the business and you still were able to break through and get to shippers and get their attention. Because again, that's the hardest part, right? That's the hardest part of this business is just getting their attention. And you did it with my no cold calling system. Is that still how you're getting clients today using LinkedIn and social selling? I have not made a single cold call. I love it. I love it. Because when I tell people that I haven't made a, uh, I haven't made a cold call since 2009, they tell, they look at me like I'm crazy because that's when I joined LinkedIn. I haven't made a cold call since then for any business I've been involved in. And I've had since then, I've had multiple businesses and still have. And, um, and, and so I love to hear that. That's, that's great that you've been able to find a system that works for you, right? Which is this no cold calling system using LinkedIn and social selling. And it, again, it's not rocket science, but if you have the basic fundamentals of the system, you know, the return on investment can be huge. And, and I'm so happy to hear that you were able to um, to leverage that and just kind of parlay it into into what is now a, a highly profitable business. I mean, have you ever made in your life $30,000 in one month? No. No. I, most people hadn't. I remember the first time I, I, I made $30,000 in a month. I thought it was all the money in the world. I thought I was rich. But here's the good part. The system that you've put in place and the lessons that you've learned, there's no difference between you doing 30000 a month and doing $300,000 a month. Right. Now, that may not be your goal, and that's okay, right? You may not have that goal because it may not be that level of work. You may be doing this a little, a little different lifestyle. Yeah, but the good, part is, the good part is what you did to go from zero to 30,000 a month in profit isn't that much different to go from 30,000 to 300,000 a month in profit. So for those of you that are listening, depending upon what your goals are, I'm sure most of you would be tickled pink making $30,000 a month. And I think that's a great, I think that's a great, uh, you know, a great goal to have, particularly anytime in your first year of doing business. So, so let's, let's focus, Mike, let's talk a little bit about some of the things you learned in the process, right? We've talked about, the fact that you've got to have grit and intestinal fortitude and you've got to deal with rejection and you've got to, and you can't quit. Right. But what are, what else would you like to share with the audience that you think would really benefit them in their startup, particularly their first three or four or five, six months? What, what would you share with them? What, what did you learn that you think might benefit them? 
Well, from what I learned, I mean, you definitely, you need to stay focused. Um, that's the biggest key. You got to keep that discipline. You can't let being at home distract you. Um, I mean, cause uh, I, I fail at that, you know, I, we all do. Yeah. I mean, sometimes home lights gets in the way and, but then I have to smack myself and it's like, okay, I got to sit down and tell the wife, you know, go off and do what you got to go do. I got to work because sometimes she gives me a hard time. She doesn't think what I'm doing is work. But when she's in the bank account and she's like, Oh, I guess you're working a little bit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So number one, stay focused. And it is hard at home in particular to stay focused. You've got the dogs, you've got the UPS driver, you got your spouse, you got your kids. Um, it can be challenging for sure, but you know, you really do have to stay focused. I think that's a, I think that's a great, a great point. And I think that's something that people underestimate when they work from home. They think that it's going to be, you know, perfect and easy because, oh, I don't have to commute. But there's definitely challenges to working from home. And I think staying focused is definitely one of those. So that, that's great. What else? You know, put yourself on a schedule and stick to it. Yeah. yeah. Treat it like a job. Treat it like a job from a scheduling perspective. You know, the good thing is, is you're the boss. The bad thing is you're the boss. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of frustration, um, you know, especially dealing um trying to get your loads picked up and, you know, you get the frustration of the carrier saying, oh, no, I don't want to work with you because, you know, you're brand new. Um, there's ways around it. you got to, like, almost beg and plead with them to try and take you on. Um, a lot of times I pre-call um, factoring companies and try to set up as being a per like a preferred customer or, you know, give get some kind of credit rating, you know, if a carrier does call. Um, a lot of times a carrier thinks when they get that N from the factoring company, it means no, don't use them. This actually means new. So it's up to the carrier if they want to use them. And then, you know, you talk to the carrier and offer them quick pay or, you know, give them some incentive to use you. And I, I mean, it's worked. I've got seven carriers that are constantly on all my loads. So. Yeah, I love that. And you know, so that's another obstacle that new brokers run into and you have to be aware of it. Sometimes carriers don't want to take a risk on doing business with a new broker. Either their factoring company won't factor the invoice or the carriers just decided they won't take the risk. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, you've got to focus on the relationship and you have to sell them on why there's ways to do that. You can offer quick pays using some of your own financing or credit. You know, I went through a training with Elio Longario not long ago where we talked about how to build your credit fast and how he was able to do that. We talked about, you know, um, reaching out to factoring companies and getting set up as an approved broker, right, with at least a small credit line to get started. So some of those things we've talked about, and it sounds like you did a lot of those things, but guess what? You got through it. Even though there was people, even though there was shippers that told you no, even though there was carriers that told you no, even though there was a whole lot of no's and a whole lot of rejection, you just kept moving along. You just, you know, it's like, it's like, going. what's that? You just got to keep plugging. You just got to keep plugging. That's right. If this is a dream of yours and you really want to put the full effort into it, you got to do it. You can't do it half-ass. Okay. It's either all in or step out. Yep. 
I agree. No, I agree. And having that level of commitment is probably one of the reasons why you are here today. And the reason why you were able to make 30,000 in profit last month, because you weathered the storm. And if I can get, I mean, I, I keep saying it over and over again, but I see so many people that take my program boot camp. they get all the education and they think that's what all they need. When in reality, I tell people all the time, execution is the key, right? The learning part, the step-by-step one, two, three, four, five, do this, do this, do this. That's pretty easy. Anybody can figure that out. You could probably figure that out on your own. If you wanted to hobble together a bunch of information on Google and, and YouTube, I put the course together as a systematic and easy way for you to do that. My freight broker bootcamp online course. But the fact is, is that the learning is the easy part, the execution and doing the work. That's the hard part, right? All right. So listen, any final words for the, for the group here, for everybody tuning in before we, before we do the giveaway, anything you want to share with them? You've already given a lot. I appreciate it. And I know you've given some valuable insight. Was there any final words? I mean, my final words is like we've been saying, just don't give up because if you give up on Friday and you lose out on Monday, that Monday you could land somebody, you know, it's just don't give up. I mean, yeah. unless plugging along at, you know, for a year and you didn't get anywhere, then sit back and reevaluate it and see what's going wrong. But yeah. I mean, I I love that. I think, you know, that whole concept of three feet from gold. And I was talking to you in the pre-interview and we were talking about this concept that I'm working on. And the whole concept is you're just one shipper away. You're just one shipper away from paying your mortgage. You're just one shipper away from paying for your car payment. You're just one shipper away from paying for your kid's college education. You're just one shipper away from, you know, from having some sort of financial freedom right? Where you don't have to go get a job or, or, you know, take some job that you hate. Right. And so that one shipper for Mike set him free. Now he was retired already, but financially he's now profitable and he's reinvesting in the business. And of course he parlayed that into more shippers and he's going to continue to grow. But the lesson here is you're just one shipper away. So don't give up. So Mike, I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for being here. Congrats on all your success. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.